Welcome everybody to episode 107 of the 2 on 3 podcast where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at 2 on 3 pod on Twitter and you can send us email at holla, holla. at 2 on 3 pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I'm Chris and you can find me rooting for the coronavirus at CD Villasenor on Twitter and with me is Ty. Where are you keeping it healthy, Ty? Wuhan! <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. It's not getting better, by the way. We really shouldn't joke. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but we're not getting it under control. It's, it's not being reined in properly. I know. Well, everyone, everyone, you know, everyone's been rooting for the end of the world anyway. So, well, you know what? Just run toward it. Uh, Lean in. Uh huh. <laughs> Coming from Ty, who's been rooting for the end of the world that on this is podcast for like, all. I want I, the whole thing is that I need we need to do something to resolve the problems. <laughs> Okay. I'm not, this, I'm not well, this pro is meteor. I'm not pro meteor here. <laughs> okay. Where can we find you then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find me tasteless, making tasteless Buster Rhymes Wuhan jokes at S E A T J K. I did laugh in spite of myself on that. Well, one. I think the part when I said I got the virus style that make you cough to death, that was <laughs> probably a bridge too far. Anyway, eh, well, tonight we're having one of our patented movie bracket episodes featuring the work of the legendary Keanu Reeves. So we've also got our friend of the show, Josh, to come play the role of tiebreaker. Josh, say hello, and where can we find your online musings? Hello. Uh, you can find me seeking out all my medical advice at Joshua Tufts on the Twitters, where I uh, definitely look for... I, I've stopped going to the doctor now. I just get any medical <laughs> advice on the Twitters. It can't go wrong. My, my, my health benefits are so poor at my work <laughs> that I have to crowdsource from Twitter. <laughs> it's the new thing. The deductible is so high. <laughs> that, should be, that should be the next thing somebody does. It's just like a Twitter handle that you can tweet, you know, tweet stuff at, and then it'll just sort of give you, give you diagnosis. Yeah, like the, the pro football doc where he's like a live... <laughs> doing live diagnosis on like as games are happening yeah yeah uh, easy enough why you mean let's let's take a let's take advantage of the technology in, in front of us i don't know if we're supposed to encourage his platforming my understanding is that he got fired for dubious or not not for dubious reasons for dubious performance <laughs> <laughs> you know that's pretty much the world we live in anyway Indeed. but uh so we do have a special uh segment one through three tonight since we're going top to bottom. But before we jump into the Keanu bracket, uh, Ty was mentioning earlier that he was experienced, he had experienced something brand new in the world to him. Uh, Ty, help us, help us uh, bring us up to speed here. Well, indeed, I feel like it is part of my responsibility as, as someone who, you know, speaks into a microphone and then posts it on the internet to tell everyone when I come across something I've never seen before. To me, this is critical podcast content. If you don't come to me for brand new information about the world, then, then what do you come here for? <laughs> right. <laughs> we certainly don't just rehash old stuff over and over again. <laughs> anyway, so um, my daughter, my older daughter, she's in second grade. Uh, she brought home a Playdate card from another student. It is a literal business card with the, the, the little girl's face and her parents' names and their phone numbers on it. And it is a business card, and clearly her parents have set her up to hand these out. So she's like, want a Playdate? Here, here I am. This yeah, here's is, my is, name. Here's here a picture of me. Here are my parents' names and their phone numbers. And it's all on just, it's a business card. That, you know, while I think that's relatively smart, would you trust your child carrying around this information, you know, <laughs> for you? I, I mean, I, they could just be littering these cards all over town. Like, I... I mean, I understand. I understand. It's vital to have this information when you arrange a play date with someone. Right. And I think when we've done that in the past, it's just, just give me, just get her parents' like name and their number. I'll text them. Right. And then we'll work something out. But, but to put all that information on a, on a business card, it makes me laugh. Yeah, and under normal circumstances, she comes home with the, um, you know, just a piece of paper, right, with the parents' name scrawled on it and the, the phone numbers. And I, I now that now that I brought this up. I realize that I am a, just a really self-centered and somewhat terrible father when it comes to this because I am so bad about being proactive for this. Like if somebody texts me, is like, hey, do you as your kid want to come over? I'm like, yes, I'll respond. But if you put it in my, if you make it my responsibility to reach out to people I don't know. Never happening. Oh my God. I, I, I feel bad. I, I, <laughs> your, daughter's, your daughter's social life is a reactive one, not a proactive one. 
the way I look at it is, you know what? I mean, we're all going to the same elementary school. If you still like this girl in a year and a half, you'll be old enough to go over there without me getting involved. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Yes, that is part of the, as your kids, when your kids are young, like trying to continue to socialize them. Yes. That's the, that, that is a challenge because it's, it's never easy. I mean, I grew up in a small town where you could just turn kids loose in the, you know, in the street. That was a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot easier back then. No one, no one gave half a rip, you know, what you guys were doing out in the yard. But nowadays, like there's just a lot of coordination. I totally get it. Yeah. It used to be, you just get on your bike and ride four miles away. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's worried about it. No, that doesn't fly. But the business card is fine. Now, I think I would use the business card if we did arrange a play date and then I sent my child to your house. I might give you the card. I would hand you the card when I dropped them off. Like, here's our information. If you need anything, just call, text, or whatever. But is this girl is this girl building like top of the top of the pipeline funnel business? Is she still trying to get the play dates, or was this a a arranged play date? Uh, no, she's she's blanketing. She's canvassing. (laughs) And (laughs) what I want to know is, I need the follow up. So whatever episode one ten, when the play date has happened, I need to know was she on the end of the spectrum where she's super industrious and this is a great idea and she was kind of fun and interesting and a few years she'll be driving the the pink Cadillac because she's you know top of the sales and the cosmetics or is this a kid that needs like every extra special. Uh, ounce of help from their parents and they're trying to get them out of the house to go hang out with kids. I think it's the second thing this girl's mad obnoxious. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Trying to make friends. I don't mean to be judgmental. She seems perfectly nice, but she is very... Yeah, she's in in high gear. It's one of those things where it's like, I I, I only go in and out of the the care center, before and after care center, before and after school for a few minutes at a time. (laughs) And on a regular basis, I have to turn and be like, just a minute, please. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to need you to stop talking while I'm She's just trying hard. No, I know. She just she just has a lot to say. Yeah. Well, we've... I've, we've I think, I think we've we can that. relate. Yes. <laughs> we've had... I may have been that kid at some point, but we've also... Yeah. I've also dealt with that that youngster at one point. It, is, it can be tricky, but, you know, yes. God bless her folks for, for trying. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, let's jump into this bracket segment let's one. Let's do it. All right. So the uh, so before we get started, a little bracket methodology. So before when we did brackets, I would usually just sort of splatter the movies into the bracket, kind of how I felt like they should go. But I thought there were a lot of there were a lot of movies. I w- I wanted to do more than eight. I looked at the the wonderful career of Keanu Reeves, which is at this point almost spanning forty years, uh-huh. and the uh and there were there were a lot he's made a lot of movies and a lot of movies that i like so i was trying to think you know how should i get these into the bracket so i decided to use uh basically box office to put them on there with some exceptions <laughs> some um, gimmicks some gimmicks because you know you got to have some gimmicks uh i also um had it it's a 12 it's a 12 movie bracket so we have the top four seeds, which I'll go over, and then we have four play-in games for the to, to fill out the to, to the last uh, to fill out uh, five, six, seven, eight. I like it. All right. So uh, anyway, so it's both as usual. Based- by the time you're listening to this, I will have posted some sort of visual representation of what we, <laughs> what we were breaking down. Right. So let's just jump into the top four. I'll just give you the top four the top four seeds based on based on uh, box office. Number one, the number one seed being The Matrix. Number two being Speed. Number three, I have as Bill and Ted, but that's not accurate. That was that was gimmicked. And number and the uh, four seed was Something's Got to Give. Um, and we can argue about that. But why did that movie make so much money? Because <laughs> <laughs> people people love old people. Is as, it is that it? Is it just Jack the star power of Jack Nicholson? I mean, that was... Uh, Jack Nicholson had, like, a monster run there, right? He had uh, he had the... What's the movie with him and Helen Hunt? The one that the one that he won the Academy... He won Academy Award for that one. The one that I thought was Something's Got to Give when I first saw <laughs> <Yeah>. this list? <laughs> right. The one you may have thought was Something's Got to Give. But then Something's Got to Give is the one with Diane Keaton. Yes. Correct. 
And, as and good as it gets, by the way. As good as it gets. Thank That's you correct. very thank you very much. Now can't see how you could confuse those two. <laughs> sidebar. Sidebar. Uh, Keanu presented uh, an award alongside Diane Keaton at the Oscars this weekend. And is is Diane Keaton just gonna dress like Annie Hall for the rest of her life? Is she is she's just committed to this? <laughs> It was a. She had a full on four non blondes thing going on. At the yeah, Oscars. That's, that's the Annie Hall look. She's with the hat sure. with the overcoat with the big yeah. belt on the outside. I mean, granted, she looks great, and I would probably date Diane Keaton. But this is <laughs> that does not she seemed seem, a little out of it. That <laughs> she seemed a little a little out of it. But also, it's like does that I don't know that is that formal wear these days. I I don't know. Anywho, I don't think she cares. I don't think she. It, I think it was. I mean, she's even she filming movies in that getup these days, <laughs> right? That's she's just, just like, look. no, no, no. I'm not. Do- There's no wardrobe. I'll just. I'm wearing my own clothes. Thank you. <laughs> right. I'll just wear the Annie Hall outfit yes. everywhere I go. You know what you're getting. Don't hire me if you don't want this. <laughs> I don't think people are hiring her. So anyway, those are the top four seeds based on um, based on uh, based on box office for the most part. Okay. All right. So, our play-in games include what I like to call the Theron play-in game, which would be Sweet November versus The Devil's Advocate. Uh, Then we have Bram Stoker's Dracula and John Wick. We have the Rachel Weisz play-in game, Constantine versus Chain Reaction. And the Chris Wilson, your favorite movies, um, (laughs) A Walk in the Clouds and Point Break playing in. Now, I want to understand. Go ahead, sorry. Are you going to argue with yourself on that one? Yes, <laughs> like I'm going to circular <laughs> debate on Walk in the Clouds versus Point Break in time. I have a feeling that that's going to be the the, amount of, the movie we spend the least amount of time on. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the one we spend 15 minutes on. Is Chris the is Walk gonna, in the Cloud. Chris is going to so, filibuster on that one. I want it to be clear that, from my understanding, what we were trying to decide in this bracket was Keanu's most iconic role. No, his. It's basically his best role. Like. <laughs> Best is best, best iconic. <laughs> All right, I'm whatever. telling you those. That's my criteria. Okay. All right, I'm going for iconography here. Okay, you're going for me. So, did you? There are some things that you probably have before we before we start breaking it down. You have honorable mentions that didn't make this. That didn't I just make have two. This. I have two. One that I one I feel. If so again, going back to the iconography, I have to uh, call out Todd from Parenthood, <laughs> which is which is pretty awesome. I agree. So but, for my, and especially for my age, um, Parenthood was like one of the first sort of mature themed movies I remember watching and enjoying. Like, okay. I don't know. I don't remember exactly when it came out, but I, I was probably a teenager and I, I remember liking it in a way that I, I don't think I'd remembered enjoying a, a drop sort of dramedy in that way in the past. Uh-huh. And, and Todd, you know, obviously just, uh, just there's, there's so much going on with Todd <laughs> and, and he seems like, you know, obviously a problem, but he said he's so, he's. It's it's vintage Keanu. He's so warm-hearted. It's hard not to have it in this bracket. I understand why it's it's a, basically it's a bit part. It's almost a cameo, mm-hmm. but um, and he's yeah. not famous at that point. It's it's really a, just a small part. But yeah, it's just one of those things that stuck with me forever. So to Got me, it. it is. Yeah, yeah. Got I, it. I mean that that makes sense to me. And again, he's just yeah, he's just such a small part of that that yes. movie. But but the, he makes absolutely the most of his his screen time. Yes. No question about it. All right, what was and your then, other honorable mention? The other one was just uh, you know more recent uh, Duke Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed the voice acting in Toy Story Four by Duke Kaboom, Canadian Daredevil. You know, I never saw Toy Story Four. Oh my god! I uh, know my kids are just beyond it. It just it hasn't come up for me. I mean, I have did the Disney that's, Plus. That's, I'm yeah, sure all you got to watch it on principle. I I will at some point, but I just it hasn't come up for me. All right. Josh, do you have any? Do you have any? Uh, do you have any uh, honorable mentions that you'd like to uh, like to throw in there? Oh yeah, I mean this this list is semi invalid without the replacements on there. I'm just going to go ahead. <laughs> I knew he was going to say it. Just, <laughs> we're just going to go ahead, and I'll try and be like the oh, and the artsy uh, always be my maybe. I think is is a nice touch for him doing kind of this <laughs> over the top character playing himself kind right. of business, which is always fun, but. The replacements is such a part of. I mean, again, his football history. He gets back on the board. He gets back, you know, back quarterbacking there, and actually gets to play this time. So, Shane Shane Falco was hard to. He was hard to leave off. Um, the uh, for me, the um, 
I, I was gonna do a I was gonna do a, a Sandy Bullock playing game with, mm. the, with the lake house and speed, <laughs> but uh, I hardly say that was a and you know I you know I did like um, I did like Forty Seven Ronin. I I thought that was gonna be your list. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a that's a good movie, but I, I I don't think there's anything about it that's particularly memorable. Like honestly, I I going again with iconography, I almost feel like Johnny Mnemonic is more like, yeah. more relevant to you know more memorable as a character. Um, yeah, yeah. The one that the one that I did leave off though that I thought I wanted to find a place for and I think is a great movie is My Own Private Idaho. Yes, I was going to mention. And that too. Uh, yeah, so I left it off. Um, you know, there's a there's an argument to be made that that it should be on here. And uh, but you know, no no list is perfect. And, I can't uh, imagine uh, you're going to get a comment about My Own Private Idaho for, since any movie shot in Portland uh, tends to get a, a shout out from the basement. he will yell at me for sure about this there's no question about it all right let's let's get it let's let's play these let's play these games in so let's play and then sorry lastly sorry a scanner darkly only because now we need a scanner darkly because of all the deep (laughs) like the deep fake face recognition stuff that's going on we actually need the 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 mask that you can wear that fakes that fools the facial recognition camera yes (laughs) So, so relevant again relevant again yes yeah, we'll see. It just speaks to the depth of his career. He's all over the place. He is. He is. So let's uh, let's play in the number eight seed here first. This is the uh, Theron play, and this is Sweet November versus The Devil's Advocate. Josh, do you want to go first? <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, uh, yes, I get that Sweet November is kind of like one of the little romantic and the. Uh, not the fish out of the water, but the rich guy having to see his life in a different way. It's the Christmas Carol, I think, kind of parable, see my life in a different way kind of thing. But it is just buried by the over-the-top uh, <laughs> incredibleness that is the devil's advocate. And I know this is a Keanu bracket, and uh, his that was some of his best wooden acting back in the day. But you have Charlize and Connie Nielsen, for God's sakes. Um, yes coming in on the devil's advocate and this just this isn't even this isn't even worthy of further discussion in my book (laughs) this is pretty much an open and closed book too though yeah sweet november is the bannock pixie dream girl movie right that appeals to you isn't she basically catfishing him no she's 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 not pretending to be somebody else but she's certainly hiding i well, spoiler alert, she dies. <laughs> yeah, I was trying not to say it. I, like, <laughs> I love how you're not trying to say it. She's like, oh, I just have a fear of commitment. And he's like, yeah. no, in fact, I'm, I'm going to die next month. Right, right. Yeah. The Devil's and, Advocate's terrific movie. Oh, Kevin Lomax. All-time, <laughs> an all-time character. The, the weird accent. The, yeah, the, he's supposed the to be Chino performance. Be, the, that movie works because they're both so terrible at the same time that it somehow becomes good. It comes like wraps all the way back around. <laughs> yes, Keanu's from the south. He's a southern boy sure. with a southern accent. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's brutal, but um, but also oh enjoyable. Also oh enjoyable. Um, all right, let's uh, let's play in the uh, the seven. That would be a walk in the clouds versus Point Break. <laughs> A Walk in the Clouds is a movie that I can't not watch if it's on. I, I swear don't know to if I've God. ever seen it. He's just he's a he's a, a war veteran returned from home. No, I know job. everything about it, but I don't remember having ever actually seen it. And maybe it's because I only saw it once in 1995. But this is the funny thing about that movie is I sort of get it in that from the other side of the table because they have like this old school dad who's you know, who's from a different country and they're sort of modern American kids growing mm-hmm. up in like straddling. It was very resonant for me, like from, from a personal it. standpoint, it's like we have old school patriarchy versus, you know, young, modern, young, modern American thinking and Keanu gets involved. And, and you, uh, so you identify with the girl in this movie. Yeah. No, with okay. the girl. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get knocked up and he pretends to be my husband. See, this is how, this is how I think about that movie. Your honor is defended. <laughs> and of course, point break is, um, <laughs> is, is one of the great ones. Um, the, uh, just, I don't, I did, the, uh, box office is just a little low, but I don't know why. On but, point break. Yeah. I think it's just there's no star power in it at the time. Like Swayze was just coming. Like they were both. 
Like, Swayze wasn't a huge star. I don't know. $83 million at the time? I... Yeah. What did it cost to make Point Break? I don't know. I, I, I blame Lori Petty for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, everybody, everybody loves Point Break. I mean, Johnny Utah as a character has a chance to win this entire tournament, so I don't think there's any... I don't think there's, there's any dissent to be had here. From a quali- from a qualifier standpoint. Yeah, I think you just put in uh, a walk in the clouds so you could talk about your coming of age story. <laughs> so I could talk about how I have to straddle cultures. Yeah, yeah. This is very code switching. You tell me about your code switching. Jeff. This is very, this is very this important. Is, this is a huge jump for him. I mean, obviously ninety and ninety one, the Bill and Ted's and Point right. Break both being huge. But I mean, prior to that, the roles that he are very small and this is a huge jump for him. So I see point break as kind of, uh, when Ty was talking about, you know, iconography, what have you, this is a huge cementing foundation component for him. It's his, it's his, uh, top gun. Yeah. I mean, it's where where he becomes a bankable action star essentially. So it, it opens up his career. And so he can still take sort of the oddball things, but he's now he's also getting these. He's gonna get he's gonna get these 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 uh, summer tent polars, which the overacting works in Point Break too. Like everybody's just kind of over the top. Well, yeah, I mean Swayze is like always the same, right? And then Keanu is doing his. Uh, he's torn up, you know. He's 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 conflicted about the whole thing. Um, he has to fall in love with Lori Petty. Uh, that's serious acting right there what are you talking about rude don't be rude don't be rude (laughs) it's the voice it's nothing else but the voice let's be clear (laughs) maybe now I'm thinking about a league of their own I'm just gonna I'm just move on but the point is it is it's just one of those things where for some reason Keanu's approach here works for me obviously I think we all still quote Point Break to this day and the movie's a template the movie's totally been repeated several different times, or it was like, and it's spawned another giant franchise that's like ten times bigger than it. Right, right. <laughs> Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah is there any, so no dissent here, right? We all agree. Clean sweep. Yeah. All right. Clean Johnny sweep. Utah. Wait, wait. It is Johnny Utah. It is. All right. Let's play in um, the six. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the six, five, six, seven. The seven, which would be. Um, which would be Constantine versus Chain Reaction. This is our, this is our, um, our Rachel Vice play it game. I have a very soft spot for Chain Reaction. Um, I think Constantine is probably a better movie, but I think I'd want to watch Chain Reaction again before before I'd watch Constantine again. Yeah, Josh, what do you think? Um, obviously Rachel Weiss can do no wrong. Um, so pitting her against herself in this particular one is obviously, um, an interesting move. Um, these ones are, these ones are tough for me because I could, I could give up on both of these ones and not lose a, a second sleep. Um, the challenge for me in backing chain reaction is that he does so much more action stuff that isn't tragic CGI or what have you. And um, Constantine's at least like kind of a little bit different with the occult, but it's kind of semi-repeated with Dracula and the De- uh, Devil's Advocate. But I think I might actually still go Constantine here. Constantine should have worked, and it really should have been. It should have become at the at the time what John Wick is for him now. There's no reason Constantine couldn't have been in three movies. No, there's no question. I mean, DC. St- well. In his defense, DC still doesn't have their shit together. Right. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's a big part of the problem, yeah. It's, it's a huge part of the problem. Because I, mean, I was excited for Constantine when it was coming out. Hellblazer is a great, great comic book. And so John Constantine has been getting short shrift. Although, sidebar, I do like the guy who plays TV John Constantine. That guy's pretty awesome all the time. <laughs> what's going on with that guy's hair? I don't know, but it's, it's terrific. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with him, but he's awesome all the time. Every time he showed up on any of those, uh, I watched his show, and then he showed up on some of those CW shows. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, John Constantine. Yay. I like that guy. I don't know his name, but... Um, I'll but find out at some point here. He's, he's cool. Um, I'm going to... This is the, the funny thing about Chain Reaction too is that um, that Keanu goes through these sort of fits and spurts where he's where he gets out of shape, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and Chain Reaction is like, ooh, 
but he's just sort of like you know, like he's not been doing a lot. You know, he's just been sort of hanging he's out. He's been in the lab. <laughs> he's been in the lab. <laughs> it's method acting. You are an. A- <laughs> it's much you, more believable that he's a scientist than an action star. Yes, fine, but uh, but anyway, I, I'm going to take Constantine here. All right, you yeah, guys you're, can, you guys win. You're correct. There's a there's a running scene in Chain Reaction, which is actually the exact same limp that he has in John Wick Three. But in John Wick Three, he's been getting his ass beat for like three straight days, and so it's explainable. And it was not 20 years ago. <laughs> he just yeah, he was just not in good shape right then. He may be going through a lot of personal things. Who knows? All right. And then uh, we're going to play in the uh, the last seed here. Bram Stoker's Dracula versus John Wick. John Wick is one of those movies that just hilariously came out of nowhere. Like, it really did. Everybody, no one knew this was going to be a three a three movie monster franchise. <laughs> it's just four. It's, well, it's going to be four. Yeah. Right. But. But yes, not yet for, but a bit, but announced. But it's crazy. The whole I remember watching the first John Wick. I didn't even see it in the theater, you know, because no one saw it in the theater. That's why it's so low on our on our seatings. Right. But I watched it and laughed and giggled wildly throughout the whole thing. The whole thing is so patently ridiculous, and yet Keanu makes it absolutely work. Like everyone's it's quite compelling. On, everyone's in on the joke except Keanu. And it's it's awesome. <laughs> it is. It's, I uh, I I wish that I connected it on the way. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too old now. There's something about it. But I really like the the first John Wick. I don't. Even, I didn't enjoy the sequels nearly as much. And if you look at the way they make money, it's like there's crazy momentum, right? It's literally it's doubling. It's like yeah. 86 million, 170 million, and the 326. Uh, now I might imagine four is the one where we get a little bit of a dip, right? Probably goes back to about two twenty-five, and then maybe we get one more movie out of it, or this might be the last one. Keanu is, after all, fifty, <laughs> fifty-seven, fifty-six, or something like. He's old, old. He's going to uh, be sixty here sooner than later. That's oh, I can't deal with that. Uh, that by the <laughs> way, Constantine TV Constantine's name is Matt Ryan. Oh, yeah. Too bad for the Patriots that had to had to lose, <laughs> to lose to the Patriots, but uh, yeah. So yeah, yes. So, Keanu turns fifty six this year in the fall. Yeah. So the, um, the so John Wick who just I remember seeing it the first time and just like it's I just was giddy. I just thought, how can someone make this movie? <laughs> I have no idea. It's from the stunt coordinators of the matrix i know (laughs) what could go wrong but the plot was just it's the plot's too much and it's so enjoyable and i'm so glad that uh, you know that it exists in the world you're right i don't i don't think i enjoy two and three nearly as much as i enjoyed one Mm -hmm. but um but wow what a what a fun surprise it was so are we even to bother to talk? You want to talk? You have anything to no. say about Dracula at all? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> anything that, good? That it's a Gary Oldman. Man, it is. It is star powered. If you look at that, if, you know Francis Ford Coppola. It's a Francis Ford Coppola movie, and he got everyone to be in it. Friend, friend of the you know hero of the show, Richard E. Grant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean uh, the Rocketeer. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wesley, <laughs> the, the, pi- <laughs> the Dread Pirate Roberts, and Oldman, Winona Ryder. Right. I mean, it's just a Keanu. The whole thing. It's just, there's so many people just hanging around. It was so weird, though. It's a, it's, it's, <laughs> it's bizarre. It, it remains bizarre. Yeah. Well, it's a Dracula movie, and Oldman's just awesome in it. Well, he's always awesome, but yeah. I mean, I'm not going to push it past John Wick. No. But, um, it's worth mentioning, though, a, a different John, Jonathan Harker here, as a character that is worth noting. Yeah, again, he has one of those hilarious semi-English Keanu accents also in this, in this movie. It kind of goes in and out in this one, if I remember correctly. They go in and out always, unless they just, <laughs> unless they just let Keanu do his own voice. Like, he's, he has, I don't know, he's, he's got a mastery of accents on the, you know, like a Costnerian a mastery of accents. <laughs> sure. I'll get right on that. <laughs> Wildly passable. All right. Things are going to get, things are going to get interesting now. Mm-hmm. This is where, this is where things get interesting. So now we've, we've played in those seeds. Um, 
And then uh, let's just jump into it. Here we go. John Wick versus Something's Gotta Give in that uh, in that uh, in that four seed. What's the character's name in Something's Gotta Give? <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> um, See. No, uh, okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's well, Julian it, Mercer, for the record. <laughs> I don't think you ever would have come up with that. But he's very charming. He's always very charming when he just gets to be Keanu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had that, like, when he's playing, like, intense, I'm going to shoot you, Keanu, versus charming, charming Keanu. Yes, no, Keanu actually as a, um, the, he when he's the unrequited, or he's the unrequited lover, or his love is unrequited. He's the one that is left hanging. It works really well. Like, we're... You want the person to end up with Keanu, but the circumstances don't. But he always seems like he's fine with it. He's like, oh, okay, well, thanks. I appreciate it. He's like, I understand. So that's, you know, so we've got Keanu playing, playing, you know, sensitive Keanu versus John Wick, which is, <laughs> which is no sensitivity whatsoever. It is, that is like narrow eyed and intense Keanu. Um, yeah, but you, the thing is, I, I, when we're talking about, I, again, I, can, I go back to iconography, and, and the fact that the John Wick movie spawned a franchise is, is enough to push it through almost against anything else on this list. For sure. For sure. And that's, and with, with something got to give, it's really, it's, really a, it's really a Jack Nicholson movie, right? Right. So, uh, so it's John Wick going through. I agree. Josh, any, any dissent from you? No dissent. I don't want to get shot in the head. <laughs> <laughs> But in a thrilling and 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 choreographed kind of way. Yeah, it, but so quick. Like I, I'd be that guy that like turns around the corner, boom, shot in the head, falls off screen. Yeah, and, and then he takes my gun and then like shoots seven more people with it. All right. In the three seed was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And side note, I am looking quite forward to the third, ep, the third, um, third one coming out soon. Um, and it's going up against Constantine. <laughs> this is a bit of a mismatch that's in not, my no, book. That's not. That's not what's on the bracket. That's it's Bill and Ted is. Uh, that's the two. Bill and that's Ted is the, the two seed. Did you flip them? Because my version of the bracket has Bill and Ted in the two seed and Speed in the three seed. When you introduced it, you said it the other way too. Oh, I must have mixed that up. Because I have Bill and Ted versus Point Break and Speed versus Constantine on my bracket. I don't know. There's a. I, it's a administrative error. <laughs> yeah, but are you look? So you're looking at the bracket right now, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Moonlight. Moonlight actually won, folks. I actually. I. <laughs> I actually because I filled one out for myself, right? With okay. My, well, when with you when you when you filled your own out, you swapped Speed and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Because when you did the intro, you introduced it that way too. It doesn't matter. I will do it however you like. <laughs> but Josh and I are both looking at a different version of that bracket. <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said, let me let me flip these around then. I, I don't yeah. know uh, your your gerrymandering is like lost effort since you know a walk in the clouds is already gone. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Iowa right now. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So okay. Sorry about that. That's let's fair. jump. Yeah. So let's into the three seed. We're working the three seed here. Yeah. Speed, speed. versus speed versus Constantine. Yeah. I, it's no contest here. <laughs> right. I modeled my life after Jack Trabin. <laughs> <laughs> this movie had a profound impact on me. At, at any point in Constantine, did I miss the scene where he's got the utility vest and the short hair and is just just unstoppable? No. See, if yeah. if if Point Break was Keanu's Top Gun, then Speed is Keanu's Mission Impossible. Ooh. No. I like I like the way that I like the way you work that. The um, but yes, it's true. This is the this is where you go from. Hey, Point Break. He's people people recognize him as someone who can carry an action movie, and then they give him a real deal action movie, and it's awesome. And it's awesome. It is it is pretty. Uh, it's 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 good stuff. And uh, and again, it's a movie I will watch if it's on. I right watch. now. <laughs> <laughs> let's, it, let's stop doing this so I can go watch Speed. <laughs> yeah, no brainer. All right, let's jump into the two seed where we have Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure versus Point Break. Yes. 
Now, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is hilarious. It's still Ted funny. Theodore Logan. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. That stupid movie is still funny. I don't know why. I watched it not too long ago, within the last six months, and I laughed. I don't know. It just it's still it's still it still tickles my funny bone in all the hilarious ways. It goes by a lot faster than I remember, and it also is like it's the setup is very rough. Like I forget about how movies in the eighties they didn't bother to like spell anything out. You just you got cues for things, and you were just expected to go along with it. You didn't <laughs> have to like they didn't have to actually justify any of it to you. No, and it it, it is it is a wild movie. Um, it's really hard for me to consider though that. Johnny Utah is not a more enduring character than Ted Theodore Logan. Josh? Yeah, I mean, this one, uh, I may or may not have successfully navigated some history conversations with one of my kids based on information I learned from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> See, it's, it's useful. It's educational, and yet educational. There's, there's zero chance that I would ever choose to watch it over any, even a, a couple minutes of point break. So crates. So crates so Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> that scene when they introduce all the people yes. is hilarious. It's great. And I and Abraham Lincoln. And I'm I'm pretty sure I got through an awkward public speaking situation by just screaming Sam Dimas high school football rules. I mean <laughs> there's there's very, very useful parts of Bill and Ted's, but it ha- it it's not gonna hold up to point break. Oh. I mean this is uh, that's that's Keanu at his most Keanu-ness. Are right? you? It is, we I, are. are you, we are. At, if we are risking, really not holding something special about Keanu by right now having in the final four John Wick and Speed, and if we're talking about moving Point Break in over Bill and Ted, we're going to end up with four action movies in the top four. He's a bankable action I mean, star. He. I mean, those are his. I mean, that's what we. That's what we think about Keanu, but I think that what. And the bracket might not show it, but he has a much more diverse career than than these than these big monster box office action movies. Right. It's true. It's true. But when he's um, at his best, it's action. Well, I just said that one of the things I like most about him is when he's just the affable dude who's being nice to everyone. <laughs> right. Be be excellent to each other. Yeah. Be excellent to one another. So I, I'm going to break the rules a little bit because to make this decision, is Ted Theodore Logan going to overcome in the next round over Jack Traven from Speed? <laughs> Whereas I think that Johnny Utah might. So that to me means uh, it's really hard. This is a tough one. I, I don't know. I, we've got to cut a well, call the caucus can... people and get them to flip a coin for us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, I mean... You, you're you asking me to be about the deciding bracket. vote. Clearly, you shouldn't. You shouldn't think about the. You shouldn't think about the bracket too much. Like to to, to try to make the bracket interesting, but but you're right. But the um, I don't know. I just it's it's basically one of it's one of my very early experiences with Keanu, and and it's always stuck with me. So for me, Bill and Ted is a is a special movie in that way from a Keanu perspective. Mm-hmm. But you can push you can push whatever you'd like through. All right, I'm going to actually, I'm going to join you, Chris. I'm going to move Bill and Ted into the next round. Ted Theodore Logan makes the cut, and here's why. Because we have speed, and I just made the Tom Cruise metaphor, and if you want to make an argument that Ethan Hunt is a more indelible character than Maverick, I think you can. And so I'm going to make the argument that Jack Traven is actually a more uh, iconic character than Johnny Utah, even though Point Break has a, a special place in the culture that speed does not quite yet occupy, or maybe will never occupy. I don't know if that's good logic. I'm just it's what I'm using. <laughs> so we're pushing Bill and Ted into we the are. into we the, are. Two into, votes the to one. into the semis. Yes, oh, I like it. Get your name. Now I feel like Jay. I feel like I just pulled a Jay on you. I'm very malleable. <laughs> I sit here. I like to be convinced. I, that makes the show more interesting. I have just one word to reply to that, and that word is bogus. <laughs> <laughs> this has become a bogus journey. All right, um, and the number one seed, the Matrix, up against the Devil's Advocate. The Matrix is the Matrix is just a generational movie. It is so stinking good. Now, I don't think the I don't think the I don't think the sequels are particularly good, <laughs> but that first Matrix movie changed the world. Transcended. It changed it changed the way 
we watched action movies. It is it started the American the sort of the American wire fighting mm-hmm. <laughs> phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I mean, it you know, the bullet cam, the everything. There's so much stuff going on in the Matrix that everybody cribbed for the next twenty years. And then spawns John Wick. And it's it's a, a literal and metaphorical cheat code in this particular in this particular battle right here. I mean it is seminal work. It is foundational. It is um, something that you would you would have no problem saying he's known for this one thing, and this movie changed so many different things. And I have a near and dear spot in my heart for The Devil's Advocate, and everything just completely ridiculous about The Devil's Advocate. But it just can't even hold a candle to Neo. Yeah, I don't have anything interesting to say about The Matrix. It's one of the greatest movies in the last forty years. 30 years yeah. i don't know it's just yeah. it's it was it was formative it changed cinema it changed it it, it spawned a, a, a franchise um I, it's funny that you said that about the sequels because i feel like the primary takeaway for me from the matrix reloaded was learning how to properly use vis-a-vis in a conversation <laughs> <laughs> like that the damn architect because i was like wait what what does he mean and so i spent so much time lit, like like rehashing <laughs> what his little speech was after the movie that i like i, I start i understand how to use that phrase now so, uh, yeah, The Matrix in a walk. Yeah. Even Monica Bellucci couldn't pull The Matrix 3 through the across the finish line for me. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a bad film with a wonderful actress in just it. Just as, anyway, as a tiny aside, if Devil's Advocate against Matrix 2 and Matrix 3... Oh, I know. Mm. It's, it's it's a lot closer. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but if we're talking character, it's still Neo, right? Like it's Keanu's so not the problem in those movies. Fair. No, he's n- he is definitely not the problem in those movies. That right. everyone just sort of lost their goddamn minds. Well, they felt the need to explain it, right? Yeah, which is always the which is the death of great storytelling. Right. There was a, a there was a lot of ways to go with it, and they made it far too convoluted. But All they right. had to in order to introduce a bunch of. Like side characters, they had to expand the universe, and there wasn't really a good way to do it. <laughs> there wasn't a universe that was worth expanding into. No, not really. No, they had basically settled all that stuff in the first movie, and we didn't need the other two. No, the uh, first movie doesn't need sequels. It just that's the end. Yeah, but we get ma- we're going to get a Matrix Four. Whatever, know. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be <laughs> one of those sure. just like one of those Terminator movies I don't watch. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, in the uh, in the in the two seed semifinal. Um, Bill and Ted versus Speed. I think I know where this is going. I think you know how I feel about it. Yeah. Josh? Part of me wants to do the Bill and Ted's just to spite Ty. <laughs> because I would so much rather be having this conversation about Point Break making it. I don't think it matters. Uh, That's the bottom line. That's fine. You know what? Let's talk about Speed versus Point Break. I'm curious because that was my sort of my, my determining factor was that I didn't know that was if that was an interesting matchup. So I would love to hear your thoughts on Speed yeah. versus Point Break. Oh my god! They're they're very similar movies. Sure, um, I mean nothing is ever going to beat the chase scene through the houses, the throwing the chair through the window and running through it without pausing. Like I'm a sucker for that like nonstop action. And then he throws a dog. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's, the best part of that scene. I mean the football scene on the beach with the 900 yard field. Uh, breaking 37 tackles, the, um, I mean, every, Busey, I mean, for God's sakes. Right, but focused on Keanu for me. Sure. Do you prefer the, I mean, Johnny Utah, pretty shitty at his job. Like, not a good cop. He's new at his he's job. He's brand new. Yeah, and so I don't really understand why he's on the violent bank robbery case as his first field assignment, <laughs> but hey, what do I know about the FBI's trading methods? Right. The bottom line is, do you prefer... And this is kind of a, a this is a good com- comparison, sort of a maverick Ethan Hunt, d- d- you know, it's like a kind of flawed hero versus hyper competent, and that's what we're dealing with here, right? U- Utah, very flawed hero, um, Jack Traven, hyper competent. So when you think about those performances, what which one would have won out for you in, in that in that sense? Not the movies uh, in total, but rather. Keanu and the character that he played in those movies. Okay, so you're trying to head off the part where I say, what if Sandra Bullock was in Point Break? Well, <laughs> then we'd have a perfect film. <laughs> <laughs> what if we swapped just one thing? Uh, I think I still take Johnny Utah over Jack Travern. I mean, I, I know he's a little bit more badass in Speed, and he's a little more flawed and a little more silly, but I feel like 
the things that you liked about Bill and Ted's, he has some of that in the Johnny Utah character. I mean, he gets to do some of that with the, I'm getting paid to surf, um, that kind of fun stuff. Okay, that's fair. But let's go back to the actual matchup at hand now that now that we've covered you. No, speed. I wanted to hear that. It was important to me. Speed. <laughs> speed. So you, you're speed over Bill and Ted, Josh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take speed over Bill and Ted. Really? Um, no, I'm not. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just screwing with you. I had Bill and Ted going into the finals. Ride or die. But um, I was riding and dying with Bill and Ted. That movie's just, like I said, it's it's it's... It's a one of a kind. It's it's a really a one of a kind kind of movie. No one has ever made a movie like that, and no one has made and no one's going to make another one that's quite like that. Even though we have sequels coming. Okay, so I have an important geographical question: Is Circle K in Carlinville, Illinois? <laughs> no, we had Huck. Oh, I was hoping was to try and conven- find some sort of like you have some sort of personal <laughs> connection there. I did. Circle K was a huge part of my childhood. Oh well, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to go with Ted Theodore Logan again, too. And it's that's, again, focused on the character, not the movie. I love that Ty used the speed versus point break analogy to actually eliminate both of them. That's correct. <laughs> that's correct. I love both of those movies. Don't get me wrong. But I want to focus on what is the most important character that Keanu has, has delivered for us. And, and to me, that character, just it captures something specific about what he offers as an actor that these other movies just don't. And because we have, in the other bracket, The Matrix versus John Wick, I'm more interested in having a conversation ultimately about happy Keanu versus violent Keanu than I am two different versions of violent Keanu. <laughs> so your, your quest for diversity has forced higher quality things out. Yeah. He's, yeah Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Conservative propaganda on my like, <laughs> sneaking it in? <laughs> No, it's fine. Ty, I mean, he's making it interesting, it. and that's for himself, and that's that's a fair that's a fair way to do this bracket. That, so we find so we find ourselves into the finals with the Matrix versus Bill and Ted. Oh, so you're just pushing the Matrix through John Wick with no conversation whatsoever? Oh, did I not? Yeah. You know. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Have you ever hosted a podcast before, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I'll let you know what I do. <laughs> like fifty three times. I, you know, I just, you know, I'm just giving you our time. It was hurtful. Well, that's what you get for having your own secret bracket separate from the one the rest of us are looking at. Wait a minute. I thought the finals was a, a walk in the clouds Sorry. versus Yeah, walk in the Ted. clouds versus Bill and Ted. Well, which... Okay, so which franchise no, character no, is sorry. more important to you? I mean, is it... The it's, Matrix it's versus be John Neo, Wick. Right? It's yeah, going to be, be Neo. Neo. It's yeah. going to be Neo. John Wick... Again, John Wick is, is great, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Yes. But it's ultimately... It's ultimately just, you know... A gun showcase right it's i mean the matrix is a gun showcase as well but it's different it's the guy it's got there's a that that first matrix movie has actually something to say yeah and that's and that's what separates it from what i think the other the other matrix movies have like the 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 matrix is telling you not just a story but it's also telling you something about the time that we were living in at that at that moment it probably tells us a lot about the time we're living in right now yeah, to be no, honest with you unfortunately not much has changed <laughs> so it's uh so the matrix is like I said it's just more it's more than a keanu performance it's it's a you know it's 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 something more in terms of cinema yeah john wick is just like if neo um like let's say they, I don't know, they rebuilt society, and then that just became his career because he's like, well, I don't know how to do anything else anymore. Right. There's just right. no powers. The thing about the Matrix is like you never, literally, it's just you didn't know what could happen next because now there were no rules. Yeah. And it was just it was it's it's riveting in that way, and so it makes his his performance more interesting. And these performances actually have a lot in common with each other. Um, I think the most impressive part is Keanu still doing it twenty years later. It's much like the the Liam Neeson's late career resurgence. Yeah. Yeah, just find something that he could do and do really well, and let's just put him in those in those situations. But yeah, for me, that's the Matrix. Matrix pushing through there. And I think that even though we'd seen him be in an action movie before, the physicality required in the Matrix was something surprising for me from Keanu at that point in his career. Like it wasn't quite the same as the speed kind of set piece action. It was more he had to do more of the, you know, not stunt work necessarily, but. It, it was just so predicated on his ability to be physical and sell what they were doing with the CGI to make it work in a way that Speed was a very straightforward action movie or John Wick is 
continues to be a very straightforward action movie. So when I compare those kind of action performances, The Matrix is just the most interesting interesting one. And you get three characters. Yeah. You get that first kind of wishy-washy mm-hmm. drone, then you get him kind of fish out of water, but kind of and then you get badass. So there is a nice character diversity in The Matrix that you don't necessarily see in John Wick. And if I had to watch if you told me I had to watch all three movies, I'm going to watch the John Wick movies, but if you put them head to head John Wick versus uh, Matrix, it's The Matrix. Again, I wish that someone would just take the Matrix sequels and give me a fresh edit. Just cut like 35 minutes of garbage out of this, will you? I would like to cut two movies out of that trilogy. <laughs> That's the edit you need. You just just don't believe that anything exists. The second he takes flight at the end of the first Matrix, just be done. Take Walk away and just pretend the rest of it doesn't exist. That's that's how I do it. That's how I get through my that's how I get through my matrix watching. <laughs> All right. Now, now we're in the finals. Thank you. Thank you. The Matrix versus Bill and Ted. Again, I don't think I can I, I don't think I can underscore the importance of the Matrix as a movie like in 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 the world of film. <laughs> so um even though I do love Bill and Ted, I, I certainly can't. I it's not it's not the performance that that the Matrix is. It's not. I mean, everyone knows Keanu as Neo from the Matrix. It's it is. I think by far and away his best performance as an as an actor, and it's the best movie out of all these. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's a question in my mind about it. And I think the argument that Josh just made for it the the multifaceted performance is ultimately more interesting as a character than most of these other options here. I wanted to bring Bill and Ted into the final just because, again, I wanted to have the choice between serious Keanu and, and lighthearted Keanu. Um, lighthearted Keanu is such an important, like, fun person to have in Hollywood and in movies, but um, Neo is a, a groundbreaking character and the kind of performance that is... He'll always be Neo in the same... You know, it's one of these things that... Tw- as long as there's people interested in that that science fiction that science fiction story that character will live on and he'll be the original and it's not like you can't have the matrix without keanu you couldn't make a matrix movie in my opinion and recast neo in the same way that you can make another batman movie yeah no that you're you're absolutely right in that way oh, that's a great point josh yeah no the i had i hadn't even considered the using the replaceability argument in terms of if you take him out of that i mean you probably could have found another stoner-esque I mean that Bill and Ted's excellent adventure with Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard might. <laughs> I was gonna go maybe Sean Penn. You know, uh, obviously he played that character before, um, but I, it's just I, Matrix is iconic. It's transformational. You walked out of there like, holy f! What did I just see? And I don't know. I mean, if we, we'd probably waste twenty minutes trying to find someone who could maybe do half of that performance. Yeah. That's the uh, so so then you know there we have it from from lovable doofus to uh, the world's greatest action star it's Keanu Reeves I mean he's uh, he's he's unique um, and he, he also seems like a really good guy which is also kind of a, uh, which uh, which helps dates in his mm-hmm. age bracket yeah <laughs> I mean, takes no like, chances in the selfies will not touch you will not touch you <laughs> I, it just again seems seems open seems open to seems open to you know the world you know accessible to the world in a way that a lot of people other people aren't so you know god bless him we're we live in a better world because keanu lives in it i agree thank you keanu thank you keanu indeed all right well you know what this part is now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh ready ready (laughs) dad jokes of the week Woo! Or, whoa. Wait, there you go. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, how do you make fruit punch? You give it boxing gloves? That's correct. Or boxing lessons in this case. <laughs> uh, this next one uh, is going to test your, like, your, your knowledge of biology. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the really cold cow? She was Frisian. What? This a type of cow. <laughs> That's on the calendar? Yeah. 
Jesus. They're going deep. It's like you can make like some sort of a Holstein joke and I'm with you. But uh, <laughs> Frisian, it's one, it's one step too far for me. Apparently that's the same kind of cow, by the way. I, I had to go look this up because I was like, what the hell does this mean? Yeah, let me tell that one to my kids. I'm sure they'll belly laugh that one for days. Yeah, they love it. They love it. If someone wanted to become a professional lie detector, what would they need? A license? <laughs> they both need the ability and the permission, I suppose. I once worked for a soft drink can crusher. It was so depressing. <laughs> like that joke. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a pig and a giraffe? Bacon and legs. Oh lord! <laughs> Bacon and legs. What does that? What does that even mean? I don't know, but I like this one. Relationships are a lot like algebra. Have you ever looked at your ex and thought why? <laughs> <laughs> well, solid. I like it. And then finally. It's just a quintessential dad joke here. Why does the Norwegian Navy have barcodes on the side of their ships? <laughs> so they can scan the Navy in? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I knew that one. All right, Josh, did you, before we get to you, Chris, I want to know, Josh, did you bring us one? Did you remember? I, um, I did. Mine's a slightly edited one. Um, I had a really complex and elaborate one, and I just decided to bail on that particular one. But my... Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> My wife says that I am overly sensitive and have no sense of direction, so I packed up my stuff and write. <laughs> Wait, I don't think I heard what you said. I'm sorry. I was, I was reading. Do I gotta read? Oh, I didn't get your full. Do I have your full attention? You do now. I'm sorry. My wife says that I am overly sensitive and have no sense of direction, so I packed up my stuff and write. Oh, okay. Okay, yes, I understood. I'm I misunderstood, but I did actually did in fact understand. I think your opportunity was there. Oh no, no, I did understand that one. It wasn't funny. Yeah, no, no, that's what I thought you said. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, no, you I, I did understand. I I shouldn't have had you repeat. Yep, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hearing it twice is not better. All right, here's my joke. People told Beethoven that he'd never compose music after going deaf, but did he listen? Nice education all right i had one extra one that i was going to save but now i just want to tell it because it's burning a hole in my pocket all right uh, before humans settled on fur certain tribes did try using fish based fish based clothing but had a hard time once the community grew to too large of a size you see it didn't scale <laughs> Whoa. hang on this was a wild ride <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a. I think we could that 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 joke needs an edit, but there's something there. Yeah, yeah. I there's, didn't quite have time to refine it. I yeah, I, I yeah. caught it in passing, and um, and that was from memory. So I was I wasn't really prepared to deliver that. But yeah, there's there's definitely something about uh, fish scale. Yes, skate wearing fish based clothes rather than like animal fur, or maybe a hippopotamus hide. <laughs> god, oh my god, I can't even with that one. <laughs> Let's move on. Overtime. So we didn't tease it, but Josh, we're going to play Ke- Known For Woo. with Keanu Reeves. Woo. Now, Josh Josh had... Let's, little, last time Josh was here, we, uh, we, we'd explained that we'd play this IMDB game where if you look up, a, if you look up a, any actor, they give you these known fours. So we've created this game called Known For. Is it all caps known and then the number four? It's the number four, so we can squeeze a trademark in there. <laughs> I like just I like just the low the capital K. I like the symmetry. Oh, okay. capital K yeah. number and four. four. Okay, no four. Yeah. All right. You know what? We can get somebody to build this app. I'm almost positive. Known for? Yeah. I feel like we mentioned it just in the passing, and I feel like somebody that we all worked with, that's a software developer, was like, "Wait a minute, tell me more." There, it's entirely possible he's going to go off and build it and then just totally... He can make out. a billion dollars yes. and be like, son of a bitch! Guy. I thought he was cool, but, you know, maybe he's not. Hard to say. All right, so we're, we're going with uh, the known force for Keanu Reeves? And I'm, and I'm to believe this is going to be a clean, clear, fair game I'm not, here. There's no cheating. Although, I've never played this game having just reviewed the, <laughs> <talked about laughs> the, the body of work of the star. I feel like we have a much better chance. 
than usual. Pretty pretty yes. safe to say that a walk in the clouds isn't showing up on this on this list. <laughs> can you at least give me that? You can try and force it. <laughs> so I'm just gonna work off the the bracket we just built and start with the matrix. Yes. Strangely okay. enough, and in fact. Um, whether or not people know this or not, but when you do this search by an actor's name, it will give you one film. So there's known for, and then there's like known for all caps, three exclamation points and the matrix is what Keanu Reeves is known for. So that should also validate our efforts in the bracket. I like it. Got it. Um, Speed. Yes. You're allowed to guess speed. Ty's not. That was going to be my next (laughs) guess. (laughs) Yeah. You're, you're not allowed to talk about speed anymore. Ty. Um, <laughs> I, despite my better judgment, I'm going to say Point Break. Point Break. You guys are three for three. Ooh, oh, oh. we got a chance. Um, John Wick. John Wick is not the fourth. I didn't choice. think so. Damn. Oh man. I, mean, well, I got to go with Bill and Ted then. Oh, look at this! In an effort to kind of like you know, little gold stars, feathers in your caps, it is not Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm. So we have Matrix, Speed, and Point Break. Correct. How many more guesses do we get? We'll give you two more. We get I mean, you just reviewed three, all of three, those movies. Three. We're going to give you... Do we get hints? <laughs> You're going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hint? Oh, I know. Then it's a, it's a Matrix sequel then. That's the fourth one has to be... If I'm going to be mad, the fourth one has to be a Matrix <laughs> sequel. Do I have to guess which one it oh, is? of course. Uh, I'm just going to go with Reloaded because I can't even remember the name of the other one right now. <laughs> Revolutions. Re- Revolutions. That, no, the, it's Reloaded. The, reloaded. Are, you guys, are you guys in agreement there? I don't know. Sure. You want to guess something else? No. It is, in fact, The Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. That was a good yeah. hint. You're going to be pissed. Was the <laughs> hint that I Again, my superpower is I will be your excellent partner on the $25,000 pyramid. I can give the clues. <laughs> Remembering everything, the dad brain has been way too long. But here's your best thing is in when you guys announced this, I went and looked on IMDb. And I kid you not, apparently IMDb has a journo staff. And they interview people at movies. And they asked Keanu Reeves what movies he thought he was known for and told him it was four movies. So they essentially played the game with Keanu Reeves and you can go to the, his IMDb page and you can find this video and he got it wrong in the exact same way you guys did. He literally, (laughs) like he thought it was Bill and Ted. No, no, you're first wrong. Uh, John Wick. Oh, okay. No, but I mean, he literally said matrix point break speed, John Wick. And they went, Oh no. And I think he actually, I can't remember how he gets, um, how they get, I think they have to tell him. I think there's a hard edit there and then they tell him it's Matrix Revolutions. And then I think another hard edit before he's like, God, you guys are idiots. <laughs> I don't think they should be able to use second movies in a franchise. Like, they need to bar it, that from the known for. If we I ever mean, do develop we, the I, game, I, we can't have that. I, I, again, no, they'll be. Our buddy Gordy's, the first win ever is completely sullied with Orlando Bloom's three movies from one franchise and one movie from another. (laughs) (laughs) And it's three pirates movies too, isn't it? Yeah. It's not even the three good ones. (laughs) God. God. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we, we have a long, I mean, in our, in our version of the matrix is basically us against the IMDB algorithm. It's, it's, It's seeking to destroy us. It's absolutely. And, And we're seeking to destroy it. And uh, I might have mentioned this uh, at least to uh, Ty earlier when you guys brought this one up, but I did not realize that, again, somebody that we worked with worked at IMDb for an extended period of time in a very senior role, and I immediately reached out to them on LinkedIn, and I'm like, I need to find out, I need to know, I need to know, and they didn't reply back to me. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't that important to Like, some college intern wrote this thing, like, 15 years ago and they haven't touched this code since it just does its thing it just runs i am i am pd from remember the titans i gotta know i just gotta know (laughs) it eats at me so much well on that existential crisis i think that's our show i think so thank you josh for joining us tonight and being the deciding vote despite your dissent toward bill and ted i appreciated your thoughts on point break and i don't disagree with them but i wanted to uh Bring in lighthearted Keanu to the final. I couldn't get over it. I like it. Well, our thanks to all of you for listening to the Two on Three Pod, where we hope to help you live a more deeply examined life. 
<laughs> in particular with regard to your enjoyment of Keanu Reeves, his roles, and his movies. If you don't already, please subscribe and or review wherever you get your podcasts, and don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. We'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. And until then, peace! Peace!